Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Louisiana Ladies. My name is Melissa Torito and I am the creator and host of this podcast. I am joined each episode by two fabulous ladies. First, we have Lainey Edelman, our outstanding self-taught podcast producer, and I'm also joined by Kate Cook, our very enthusiastic unpaid co-host. Welcome back to another episode of Louisiana Ladies. Um, in case you can't tell, this is Melissa, and my voice is very raspy. <laughs> it's okay. I'm surprised I even have a voice. I completely lost it three days ago, and I'm at least able to talk now. I don't sound like myself. This is Lainey, but... Yeah, I feel like I definitely... I don't know. Maybe I always sound like volume this. Volume is coming out of my mouth, which is an improvement. <laughs> So we have a lovely guest today, Katie Sample, that we're going to talk to in just a minute. Thanks for being here, Katie. Thanks for having me. And uh, just a quick recap, because on last week's episode, I was not here. Um, We had Kate and Lainey step in for me. I was at a conference, and when I got back from the conference, I wondered why I felt a little under the weather. And I was like, oh, because I was around a thousand people and might have accidentally ended up at a bar one night. So... (laughs) If anybody can hear any of this background noise and it sounds like we're at a restaurant, it's because we're at a restaurant. We are. We stepped up from Conference Room A. Yeah, so sorry, past guests. We're actually sitting in the Fabulous Bar at Sullivan's. I believe, is this side ringside or is that side ringside? That side's ringside. Okay. This is the bar area. I love the bar area here. Mm-hmm. And we've done a couple of work events here. Um, and just, I'll just tell the story. We had a work event. And whenever I came, I talked. What is what is your sister-in-law's role? Event coordinator. She's the she's the catering coordinator, event coordinator. Okay, Multiple she's hats. the one who does all the logistics yes. for it. So Jackie was here, and she had helped us plan this event. She works here, and I was like, "Hey, can we do a? I'd love to be able to record our podcast here." And uh, she was like, "Yeah, yeah, that would be great. You know, we're very supportive of females and business and stuff like that." And then later that evening, or it might have been the next day, Katie, our guest sitting next to me was like Jackie's my sister-in-law uh. <laughs> I was like, okay that means the stars aligned right that we meant we were meant to record here so um, we're very excited to be at Sullivan's and very appreciative that they allowed us to use this space we'll do a couple of plugs for them later on um, we have a lot of work events here just for anybody that's looking for event spaces there's several different spaces smaller rooms bigger rooms you can do presentations you can choose from a variety of their menu items and um cocktails right now we're in happy hour though right katie yes ma'am katie and i are not drinking we are drinking water like responsible adults that we are Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. so the happy hour is i believe she said the small plates were seven dollars seven dollars a piece which are which is awesome and all their craft cocktails on their craft cocktail menu is also they're also seven dollars the happy hours again three to six from monday through thursday so we'll we'll do another plug later on, but we really appreciate Sullivan sponsoring this episode and allowing us to be here. So, Katie, let's talk about you. Hi. Katie and I are connected in a gajillion different ways. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I know a bunch of your family. Yeah. yeah I yeah. feel like you should be part of my family. <laughs> You've been to my aunt's house. You know my brother. She knows my cousins. Uh-huh. You know? So... So let's just start with very simple. Where okay. are you from? So I'm from Baton Rouge. Okay. Born and raised. I went to St. Thomas More, went to Bishop Sullivan. Well, oh. St. Michael. Was yeah, the, me too. I, I went there too. Okay. okay. Great. Okay. I did both undergrad and grad at LSU. Okay. And uh, the Department of Communication Sciences and Disorders. And I've been working at Baton Rouge since. So I um, 
first. I did my clinical fellowship year at the Baton Rouge Speech and Hearing Foundation, and then that changed its name to the Emerge Center. And then I switched into school settings. Okay. And I worked in EBR and Ascension, and now I work for the Department of Ed. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about that. Mm -hmm. I would say that's like your real job. Mm -hmm. But apparently you have a passion for cooking. I do. Yes, which I don't. (laughs) (laughs) So I love having uh, anyone that can do that here. So let's back up. Like, you were on Food Network. Mm -hmm. I mean, like an actual... TV show. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. before we get there, have you always liked to cook? I have. I am 100% Cajun okay. on both sides. <laughs> and so that's a big part of the culture itself. Okay. And going into the kitchen with my mama, and just she'd show me stuff along the way. And when I was in college, I guess maybe, maybe more so my sophomore years, when I started to step into it a good bit more, and uh, my in grad school, I really, really dove into cooking a good bit. Is it a stress reliever for you? It's and it like brings out your creative side? Absolutely. Okay. okay. Absolutely. Stresses me out. <laughs> I, I, have, say, I have the opposite effect. Me too. As much as I want to like to cook, it stresses me out. And like just last night, I, I was cooking. Me and my boyfriend were meal prepping. And I was like, it's so late. I need to go to bed. The kitchen is a mess. Like, this is stressing me out. Mm-hmm. So it's such, I have such respect for people that it's a stress reliever for mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why do you think you got more into it in grad school? Just because of the stress and, well, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, there's a lot of stress <laughs> that goes on in grad school. That, uh, and when you're in grad school for speech pathology, you can't work. You can't work. Like, you're totally yeah. into that program itself. Oh, how long is the program? Two years. Okay. To, in a, um, two so years and you can't work? It's two years and you can't work. Okay. So the, uh, so you start, typically, you start in August and then and graduate in a May, and you're going to grad school in the summer and okay. stuff as well. So the, uh, and my body totally reacted. I had hives. I lost hair. I, lo- I mean, it was definitely a stressful situation. Oh, wow. So maybe that is why I dove into it more. I was an extremely, extremely picky eater as oh. a child, big time. And even, more, even going into college I, I would not touch a salad and I'd get a bowl of croutons and <laughs> like I was so so picky and in the croutons are the best part right. okay, but, okay, exactly. go ahead. <laughs> I, I start grad school and I decide I need to be a grown-up and I had battle vegetable and I think that's when I really started getting into it big time okay so I would take a, a vegetable and go find the worst way to cook it that it would just be like tons of calories but tastes really really good and go to town with it and then go lighter and lighter and now I eat all kind of vegetables oh see like when somebody says something like that it sounds very inspiring to me like let me go do that and I'm mm, you might have to do it for me and I can just pay you money to do that okay so you've so that you dove into it and I guess like you know I would assume you kind of graduated grad school continued to do it what sparked you to go on Food Network so it's the only channel I watch, or the channel that I watch the majority of. Uh-huh. And um, I, I, I really do like to entertain. I like to have people over and, and just have a good time. And I, and I love cutting up in the kitchen too. Like I'm dancing most of the time, and the, and everybody's bringing you know a bottle of wine and all that. And uh, I went on a bachelorette trip for a friend that uh, we got to go to the Hamptons and it was for some girls that we went to St. Thomas More together and one of the girls now lives in New York and they have a summer home in the Hamptons. I feel like like that's it was It was fantastic. There were hydrangeas everywhere. It was fantastic. So I'm I'm start cooking for everybody there. 
and they were they said you need to make an Instagram. I'm like, ah, oh, Insta what? And they and they made me make an Instagram, which they they created and showed me how it worked and all. And they were like, you need to stay on top of this. The and I'm a single mom now, so it's it's difficult to to keep up with it all. Oh but yeah, can still have fun with it here and there. Um, so I'm. I'm putting stuff on there, and a friend of mine uh, had a, a, that home that we were at at that time. She said, "You." Uh, she saw a friend that she used to work with post saying casting for Home Cooks, and she's like, "You need to go apply." And I'm like, "What?" Those those people that are recruiters contact you via Instagram and text message and call you on the phone, and so I contacted her, and it just went up, up and away, and it was amazing okay so but like that sounds like something well first of all i don't like to cook but i mean even if it was something i like to do like i'm assuming it was quite a was it a process like i mean was did you have to audition or interview i had kind of yes so i had i contacted the the uh, reached out to a recruiter she contacted me back we had kind of like this phone conversation or oh before we have the com- phone conversation she tells me tells me i'm supposed to put together a, a video mashup of just having stuff that i do i d- the day didn't even pass yet and she looked on highlights that i had and she goes i, I watched you i love you and i'm obsessed with you and you're in and i'm okay and she hey, goes that, thanks to the friends that had you do the social media <laughs> exactly. thanks friends exactly she said that sounds great she she's really really hyping me up and she said okay I'm going to introduce you as the Southern Seafood Queen. And I said, well, it's more so Cajun. And she goes, okay, the Cajun Queen. I go, Queen is such a big title to live up to. And she's like, just own it, girl. And I said, okay. And so those are kind of, they're like third party, those recruiters. So they're third party to different networks. And so they kind of make a profile of you. And then they, and they'll go to those networks and you kind of have to answer the same kind of questions again. But I had to do a Zoom interview with a guy that they, they have to make the lighting in your house digitally, but so they tell you what to do and what to maneuver that, for the see, lighting. that right there would stress me yeah, out. That's so I would much. probably be sweating. But, uh, <laughs> I'd be like, I'm going to do this wrong. Right. It, it, luckily, it wasn't like a drawn-out process. So I, I'd set up the computer in my kitchen. He's asking me questions, and then how you have to answer them back are in kind of a sentence form including the, the question, question in the statement. Mm-hmm. And as I'm watching and he's asking, I'm like, I've seen this before. I've seen this on clips, people in the kitchen saying stuff like this. And he was super nice. That, uh, and then and then they moved that on to the people that work directly for the network. You kind of answer the same kind of questions again, and they tell you when to when you're going to be flying out. And the, I mean, and they're, they're real, all really personable, too. The, and, and they text you. They text you and they call you all. I know. Producers. See, like, that's – like, you would you, – you, I feel like you wouldn't think about that aspect of it, like getting, maybe even getting to know them, you know, to a certain extent. Give us a little bit of a timeline though. So when were you on this bachelorette trip and when did you apply and how long did it take? That bachelorette trip was in the fall. I can't remember if that was in the fall of 2017 or 2018, one of those. And this application process was maybe February of this year. Oh, wow. And so this the, was very recent. This was very oh, yeah. recent. Mm-hmm. They flew me out there in April, and I had to stay silent until it aired in August. Oh, my <laughs> so, so this gosh. all just happened. It so just I happened. was always wondering if that's what, how, it, like, I'm going to say reality TV, but, like, those types of competitions work, like, 
So you knew by the time you came back that you won. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you couldn't tell a single soul. You have to sign Did people ask you? Oh, yes, everybody. And that what helps is that my brother's a lawyer, and he knows everything that I signed. And he says, don't you say a word to anyone. I know those contracts. You're not saying anything to anybody. So, I mean, he put the fear of God in me. I mean, I like, but how did you have a poker face when people asked you? I feel like I'd like have a grin from, like, I'd be like, Eerie. you'll have to find oh, out. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe yeah, but, I didn't. Well, that, uh, I, 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 a lot of times I just have to walk away. <laughs> like watching all good. Or did you even have an idea of when it was going to come out? We didn't even know if it would be till next year or not. Oh my gosh. I didn't have a clue. Wow. didn't have a clue when it'd be coming out. Can we talk a little bit about the show and the premise? I'm not as familiar with sure. this show. So sure. what did you have to do? Okay, so this show was cast for Home Cooks. Okay. And how, many, how many people were in the competition? In each episode, there are three people per episode. Okay. There's two rounds in each episode. One round gets you a, a leg up, gets you a, um, a, a advantage. And then the second round, winner takes all. And the prize is uh, groceries for a year. So that, and that's what we both, for we both just went, what? Man, with inflation, that's insane. Okay. So you get free groceries for a year. Wow, you won at the right uh, time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, uh, so with that, um, we got to, everybody got to meet, I made some of the best friends. We all it's text each other experience. all the time. Yes. It, it's amazing. Um, it was about home cooks that know how to cook on a budget. And they asked me that even in the interview process, what makes you such a good expert of knowing how to cook on a budget? I'm like, my life is a budget. Yeah, I am uh, on a budget. Uh, real life. <laughs> Hashtag real life. I'm on a budget. <laughs> this is a birthday. And it really played it well into Cajun, too, because that's what Cajun culture and food is. What's around you? Throw it in a pot, make it taste good. Yeah. But, uh, you know? So... And were you able to, you were able to stick to the Cajun cooking thing? It really, I was really, really trying to push it, but not, but not like making an agenda of I must show a crawfish pie and I have to make that happen. Because if you, if you're too, um, if, if you have too tight of an agenda, you're not going to be able to fit the challenge well enough. Okay. Okay. So, um, with that, my episode was about recreating leftovers. It was called Leftover Lessons is the name of the okay. episode. The name of the show is Big Bad Budget Battle. Okay. So this show was hosted by Ree Drummond, the pioneer woman. <laughs> I love her. Yes. She is wonderful. I love her so much. Like, that I is like anyway, my favorite she has, show. She has cookbooks, right? She has oh, set, she has everything. She's got cookbooks. She's got cook and wear lines that are in Walmart. She's got restaurants. She she's got. Awesome. She seems like real fun fact we were in the same sorority oh awesome thank <laughs> god not like LSU, 30 but years <laughs> apart <maybe. laughs> um but no i have a good friend of mine that she has always talked about like that she kind of gets inspired from reading her cookbooks and like watching the show and stuff like i okay we're gonna digress really quick <laughs> believe it or not when i was a teacher i would come home and watch the food network oh, wow. i watched rachel ray I watched all yeah. these shows, but I never cooked. <laughs> just really like to watch the cooking. It's kind of therapeutic. Yeah. I do know how to cut an onion now because of Rachel Ray, oh, and she taught go. me how to do that. That's so there awesome. you go. So, okay, so you're filming for one specific episode, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then there's a winner for that episode. Mm-hmm. 
How long does the filming take? Is it a day? It, ours was two days. Okay. So they flew me out on a Sunday. Okay. And then they flew me back on a Wednesday. Okay. Where is it? Like, where can, we, can you say that? They flew, they flew me to uh, San Diego and oh. it was an hour outside of there in Windsor, California. Okay. And it was all on the Guy Fieri set. Uh-huh, so it was so a brand. Cool. It was a brand new show that Reed Drummond was hosting, but all on the Guy Fieri set. And the store that I had to go grocery shop in was Flavortown Market. That's so the one that's like on the guy's grocery games. Like, that's so, so cool. Right. So I just feel like if I were to be in that position, let's just say hypothetically I cooked, like I would be like starstruck. Like that's how it, yeah. you know, because we, we imagine what everything looks like. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know. Yeah. How cool is that? It was, honestly, Reed Drummond helped a ton with that. She helped a ton. She walked, we, as nervous as could be, we line up yeah. uh, on the building wall and she comes out her trailer and she just kind of opens her arms big and she goes, hey guys, can you believe it? You're on Food Network. I know this is what all y'all watch. And we're all like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, this is amazing. And she was so nice and I mean, just so personable and just like, a, a, she, you could, she's a mama. And you just could feel that warmth yeah. and, and, and kind of help settle down those nerves. And then you starstruck from all of the judges you see as well. Who were the judges? Our judges were Eddie Jackson, uh-huh. were uh, Damaris Phillips, and Catherine McCord. Okay. And, uh, and uh, again, all I watch is food TV, so yeah. I'm seeing each one of them come out, and I'm like, oh, my God. You're like, you're a real person. <laughs> and so did you know it was going to be them, or is it different guests it's, or different judges every time? It's Damaris Phillips is the only consistent judge okay. on every one of the episodes, and then they kind of mix around other people mm-hmm, in those other That's two. That's so neat. The, the experience... It, if they called me, because they, they said they often call back winners. If they call me again, I'm going to say yes for the free vacation alone. That was in wine country. And I got a free vacation to go to wine country. And that it's was, beautiful over there. We got to go and to how cool is it to say they flew me out to San Diego? Like, come on. They put me first class. I, I, I go first class from Baton Rouge Airport. And I, uh, we're flying, and we had a connecting flight. So there's no first class from the Baton Rouge yes. small airplane. Yes. And we're, I, I don't even, I, my brain was all over the place. I don't remember where my connecting flight was. But when we get to that probably connecting Dallas flight. Probably Dallas or Houston. Probably something like going that. Going that way. And then I go in the front, and I'm in the business class. I mean, in the, uh, in the first class, there's this little guy on the side of me. I totally made him be my friend, and he was shy as could be. And I'm like, what y'all do up here? I'm like, well, what's, what's happening up here? And he, he's like, oh, well, uh. You know, you got all this space. And He's I'm like, like wow. girls, first time in front of They, they, <laughs> I had him laughing when the lady was passing around the drinks and, and she's like, what would y'all like to drink? And I'm looking at him. I said, alcohol. And he said, yes. And I'm like, for free? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, as much as I want. And he's like, yeah. And I didn't, I, th- I made, I think I had like three champagnes. I didn't go crazy because I didn't, I didn't know when I was going to be filmed. So I didn't want to be coming off the, yeah, it's off the plane. And you're like, and drunk. like I'm the one from Louisiana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might have gotten a pass though, right. because you know, Louisiana, we do have quite a reputation for that. Right. It's right. funny. I was telling somebody, uh, I left from New Orleans to DC for my conference. And it's like, you leave from New Orleans to go to DC and it's like a different environment in New Orleans, right? They're the, the flight attendants are offering you drinks like the whole time. 
D.C. to New Orleans. Not as much. Not the oh, same. Oh, goodness. Uh-huh. Not as much. Uh-huh. Just a little bit more structured. But, you know, like, I've had that experience just from leaving on a flight. And they're like, yeah, I mean, you can drink. You're not flying the plane. You're like, okay, well, I mean, i got to get off the plane at some point. But I was wondering how many details Food Network gave you. Like, or if they were like, this, like, the, they gave you, like, the the bare minimum to it get is, you there. It is very last minute but i think it's because of just how they have to even do the project the name of the show changed like three times oh really yeah the, uh at first i think it was going to be called like budget wars or budget oh, okay. uh, it was a supermarket savers or something like that they changed the name several times um i learned that i was leftovers maybe a week before that um I learned who the host was not that long before it. They, like it was piece by piece as it got closer and closer, but you didn't know what anything close to what the actual challenge was going to oh, be okay. until probably because they wanted it. to be candid and Absolutely. real, right. you know. And like if you know too much, then it's going to sound rehearsed, exactly. you know. So how many contestants were there? There, so three, three per episode, and there are six episodes total. Okay. Um, and then so, and I got to meet everybody in episode one. And everybody in my episode, and we, uh, we the six of us, we text and made friends and all this stuff. The, uh, and then now I've got to digital, virtually connect with all of the winners of each episode, and we have a winners texting thing. Oh, and that's like, so we all cute. reach out, get to talk to oh, each other, and fun. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So how where fun. is everybody from? In my episode, listen how wild this is. In my episode, there was a guy from Maine, me, and then a late, her name's Suzanne Dupl- Duplantis. She lives in New Road. She's from New Orleans. She used to live off of Hushatu, no like way. not far from my, not far from me. And she's amazing. I cannot see enough wonderful things about that lady. She's got a cookbook out right now. It's so fantastic, and it's about leftovers. And she's she she does when we were finishing cooking she left to, to go out to go do a cooking demo at uh jazz fest and she used oh, to be on cool. wafb and she and she does um she's and her the, name uh, sounds familiar mm-hmm. like that's like kind of a known name mm-hmm. yeah she, and she's wonderful she is so incredibly kind she's so nice the uh she um she after our episode was done she and i won she brought me a congratulatory bottle of champagne oh, to my room. It was amazing. So is this like a, um, a competition that ends up being friendly and not like, you know, some of these? I think it's how you take it. Okay. I think it's, I think, um, and, and I could kind of see in some of those other episodes that there might have been some that met a little bit of. A little bit of tension. Bit of tension. The, uh, now, I took, I, I reached out to Jada Cody okay. before I went out because somebody, it's, I danced, somebody told me, you know, reach out to him. I I bet you he's got some good because he's dealt with that company and get some tips about dealing with that company. Mm-hmm. So I did. He is so nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, very, very nice and kind. So he re- he I said any advice. He gave me three pieces of advice. He said number one, um, do what you know. This is not the time to reinvent the wheel and try new things. He said number two, uh, the producers will try to set you up with having things phrased in a certain way. He said, only say things that uh, you are comfortable being aired on national television. Okay. No pressure. The, uh, and he said, number three, have fun or there's no point of being there. And I just kept that going. Yeah. And going and going. And it, it, it really, really helped a ton. Um, so there was a point where the producer asked me, Okay, what makes you better than everybody? Like, how are you gonna? What? How, where? What's this com- competitive drive in you? 
and I didn't know how to answer it. And I look and I, because I had just made friends with everybody, and mm-hmm. I was like, I, I don't, my friend, I don't know. Uh, and she's and she's looking at me. She's like, you, you gotta give me something. Yeah. Like I, I need to fill this spot with something. And I said, I'm, I'm gonna try my best for my daughter. The, uh, my daughter's just reading, and and she's wanting mama to to show off and do her best. So that's that's my drive. Do my yeah. best for for my little girl. She's like, okay, oh, that's a perfect girl. answer. That's a perfect answer. Um, okay, so you film, you come back, you can't tell a single soul. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That was so rough. That was so, so rough. That sounds awful. Yeah. Um, because I'm like mouth of the South, you know. Um, and and so, but people, they knew you had gone. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Lord. Yeah. So that was rough. The, um, when it, I mean, it wasn't like you could necessarily just like skip town and not tell anyone. Exactly. You know, you have, you have a daughter exactly. and a job and stuff and like that. And everybody asked me, they're like, you wouldn't even tell your daughter. I'm like, I'm not telling. At the time, six. I'm not telling a six-year-old <laughs> no, and not. trusting that with a six-year-old. Like, that's not going. She tells everybody what their present is before they open it. Like, I'm not going to tell them what, that, so what that is. So, I mean, and it, it would be cool if they brought all the winners back and did like, a, you know, another show. That uh, The guy that one of the producers, because I made friends with, uh, there are so many worker bees that work behind the camera. Yeah. I made him all be my friend. And I'm like, hey, what's going on? And yeah. like, just, just cut up with them all. And uh, one of the guys, he was like, he patted me on the back. He's like, you know, they call most of the winners back. And I was like, oh, okay. That sounds great. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. It was a, co- it was such a cool experience. And it, 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 in those moments, I mean, in the, in the first round, they give me, they give me sandwiches and a pickle that I have to recreate into a breakfast. And then they say, here's $20 and you need to go into this grocery store. You need to buy enough to make a breakfast, but you also need to buy enough to make a dinner later, but you're not going to know what those leftovers are. Bye. I would totally, in the grocery store. Part, I would have like gone completely blank. In the grocery like, I had banana. I had a complete heart attack. And those, um, those editors are quite kind. Because they didn't show any of that, <laughs> and they were really nice. I, I, when you go in fight or flight, like I was in the flight the whole time, I'm pushing a buggy, and I'm like, "Why am I here?" Uh, <laughs> I'm totally regretting this now. Wait, I really have to do this? I was just coming to like hang out exactly. and fly first class. Exactly. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> I was just here for the flight. <laughs> so, what did you end up making? I made a fancy toad in a hole for the first one. Oh. I made a fancy toad, and I was like, "Breakfast, let's do a toad in a hole." And then, and did they so, know what that was? So, Redrumming came around. Okay, and I didn't know if that was like a southern thing. She came around. There's just different names for it all over the place. She called she called it like something in a wall. And then after, um, maybe a hole in the wall, something like that. And then after this has uh, been aired, all kind of people have been coming at me and like saying their name. They were like, oh, we always call that like a bird in a basket or like a egg in a nest. Yeah, yeah. And my father-in-law calls it egg in Okay, that is yeah. funny. There's, there's all kind of names. That is there. funny. And I was like, my mama just called it a toad in a and they so when i'm saying these sandwiches like it was a triangle a triangle with some meat and stuff here's the thing i so they gave you like a plain sandwich not like a went to a fancy deli Mm -mm. sandwich Mm -mm. like okay Mm -mm. okay now they made it to a fancy breakfast in in the episode itself everybody that knows me sees this preview even and and i'm going it had to be sandwiches with a pickle i will never touch a pickle with a 10-foot pole ain't happening but uh, 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 i ain't gonna i ain't gonna be around a pickle <laughs> and then uh and the sam i'm not a sandwich person i don't i know that's so weird i don't eat sandwiches so i'm like what am i gonna do yeah so i like in this where you like give me anything but a sandwich exactly. and then they give you a sandwich, a sandwich. exactly <laughs> and then they had some coleslaw and then had to redo from the oh coleslaw my gosh so like 
I, I pulled from the meat. I recognized whatever was beef, and I didn't even know what I was even working with, and just pulled from whatever with that, went to town in a cast iron, did an actual toad in a hole, and in the toad in a hole, I didn't have a cup that would fit this tiny oh. triangle. So I had to use, like, a paring knife. Oh, my gosh. And make a circle with a paring knife and then, like, slip a little a little egg inside there and then did, like, a fancy, did a fresh salad thing with the coleslaw. And I won the first one, and that was great. I got an advantage you were like, to go to. I mean, that's, but that's a good idea. You weren't like, around here, too. we do the double toast, no coleslaw. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. what are we doing here? Exactly. So, okay, and then after that, you had to you had an advantage. I had an advantage oh. in the, and I couldn't go back grocery shop. So I had an advantage in round two. And in round two, they gave three typical American dinners. One of them looked like some real dry pork and some mashed potatoes and green beans. Okay. Another one was fajita chicken and some cooked down peppers and onions and some refried beans. And then the last one was some kind of beef. I didn't even know what that is. I found out later it was tri-tip and then found out that California people use oh, tri-tip. they love the tri-tip. Mm-hmm. The, uh, and cornbread and macaroni. So when you asked earlier, was I trying to carry over the Louisiana? That's up. I was really trying in that. Oh, like Louisiana, Louisiana, Louisiana. I want what can I do? Louisiana. And I was being thrown off by the refried beans. They gave each tray had these containers of each three and the challenge was you had to use some at least some from each of the three containers so i was being thrown off by the repi beans and then i was so indecisive they didn't show this on a on the show either redrama was like oh no katie you're indecisive again the the grocery store thing was a whole thing it was a whole i was the last one out of there i had a full-blown panic okay uh she's like no not again and the uh but i finally picked and I, i picked the uh the chicken one and she said okay katie and so why'd you pick the chicken? I go, uh, I can afford chicken and I know what to do with that. And she goes, it's a protein you're familiar with? I go, yes, ma'am, it's a protein I'm familiar with. But, uh, <laughs> and I did like a Cajun-inspired chicken tortilla soup. And I did like these little dunkers of these, uh, almost like a quesadilla with those uh, refried beans and put some other stuff on it. Did it on a flat top grill. So it'd be like a little dunker on the Ooh. side of that. And uh, Eddie nice Jackson touch. cleared his bowl. The, uh, no, that sounds delicious. Yeah, yeah it turned out good. It sounds delicious. The thing Maybe at, you should write a cookbook. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. <laughs> the, uh, that'd be fun doing something. The, I, I, the, the, I watch these shows nonstop, and they ding everybody all the time about flavor. And I'm like, ain't nobody going to ding me on flavor. So, like, I'm, they're telling people taste, taste all the time on all these shows. Yeah. So they got you a, a, a kind of a, a thing holding a bunch of spoons, and you can't double dip. You can't put it back in a pot. So they got a thing to throw all the spoons yeah. under. Yeah. I'm like almost running out of spoons here on, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going in blind on this pot. I'm going to be tasting as I'm going. So I had to call over to the guys. I'm like, I'm going to need some more spoons. Yeah. <laughs> Bring me some more spoons. And I had to refill that. And, it, and uh, were you timed? Yes. Oh, yes. Very much okay. so. Oh. And like, and throw your hands up must be. So you needed to plate four dishes. Three were for judges. One was for show. So you had to pick your prettiest one for show. When you were ready to plate, you had to pull, walk out of the station area, go choose from like the 72 different plates that they had to choose from. Go grab those, come back to your station, plate your stuff, then leave your station, walk around with everything, go to this like serving table thing that they have, make sure everything's all pretty and throw your hands up. It, it was the, uh, it all got there. I'm not even going to go into some of the thoughts that I would have <laughs> no, been thinking would about so during stressed. that whole thing of getting the plates plating it and bringing it so to the I'm judges so curious though about this prize so you say you get groceries for a year how do they do that you get a they get card? they give it in a lump sum gotcha. they give it in a lump sum version form 
to us. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think I have a sneaky suspicion now that uh, maybe that network is uh, starting to give descriptions of prizes versus saying like the amount of a prize so that everybody's not like pointed out of saying this person got this much. Because I started noticing yeah. that on other shows. Like, I bet you that's what they're doing uh, to kind of save the people from being sense. pointed out. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, that sounds like such a. I mean, fun experience, a little intense, slightly stressful, but then, I mean, like, something that you'll remember forever and you'll be able to tell people about. Oh, my gosh. And then they, they showed so many pictures of me and my daughter. And she is so, was so proud. And, of course, when I came on TV, she uh, and the school she goes to, everybody was like, oh, my gosh. And then she was, she's like, yeah, I was on TV. And got so excited about her picture being on TV. We went to Disney the week of Labor Day week. And, you know, when you sit down at a table and then you end up just making friends with people around you oh, talking. Yeah. If there were any moments of silence, my daughter would just go, my mama was on TV on Food Network and my picture was on there, too. Oh my God! Yeah. We're talking about this now. Hey, it's a great conversation right. starter. Um, so, oh man, I was going to say something else, Katie, and I lost my train of thought. Oh, that's what I was going to say. So, I'm assuming you watched the episode when it aired. Was that weird? It it was to watch yourself. I, like I we, cried each time. There were three different watch parties, and I cried at all of them. The, uh, <laughs> it was it was the first time to watch. Wait, well, and when you went to the watch party, you still couldn't tell people what happened. I said everybody had watched on. So the okay. show aired. Oh, I was like, oh my right. gosh, okay. The show. How'd you do that? The show aired at nine o'clock at night on a Tuesday. Okay. So you can't throw a party during a week and stuff like that. So, yeah. Uh, so we watched that real just private. We watched that the. Um, with me, my daughter, and uh, my boyfriend Tyler, and then a really good close family friend. And, but when and you watched it with these people, they did not know. At that night on Tuesday, no. And then they found out while y'all were watching it. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. That gets me chills. And that, what was? Um, I'm glad that it, uh, it was suggested for me to put my phone up in my room, and so that if we could just experience it together. Yeah. Versus de- Thank goodness I did. I had over 200 texts. I was about to say, you're probably like blowing up. Wow. Yeah. And so then you had other watch parties, like for fun after yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, that's so fun. And that was awesome. Yeah. The, uh, and I have, fam- you know, the uh, all my family on both sides lives in a small little Cajun town, so we had like each of the family and then did a big friends one. Because of course, cool. because we have to have a party for everything. Absolutely. Here, you know? Yes. yes. Okay, so, I mean, I love talking about this. I'm uh-huh. like, ooh, what show are you going to do next, Katie? But you do have a day job. And, uh-huh. You know, you graduated, you said, in speech pathology and yes, went and got your, wanted to get your master's? Yes. So okay. the, the um, And that's where you become a speech pathologist is in grad school. Okay. The, um, when you're in anything like allied health, speech pathology, OTPT, you're, um, you, it's almost like trade schools, grad school, where you become that. Okay. Um, therapist. And so what are you doing now with that? So I did go on and got a extra certification. So I'm also a certified autism specialist. I fell in love with autism in grad school and just really, really loving to work with that population. The, um, the job that I have now is with the state and I work for Louisiana accessible educational materials. Okay. This is our state's accessible educational materials, which also encompasses assistive technology. And I know that's a bunch of jumbled up words, but the, uh, so assistive technology is anything outside of your body to do a task like anybody else. 
So this is like pencil grips. This is communication systems. This is different visual timers for our friends with attention deficits. These are tools for dyslexia and dysgraphia and vision and hearing. And when we're talking about friends with autism, they need a whole lots of tools to help with a lot of stuff. So I go into school systems throughout the state. Majority schools that are around southeast Louisiana, which keeps them real, real busy. Okay. Uh, and I go in for a lot of student consults and um, and uh, they borrow things and from our lending library and I do a lot of presentations, a lot of professional developments. Like I'm creating three right now, pr- different presentations that I'm going to be doing. So I've and got, who are you presenting to? Pardon I'm presenting to, to the grownups. So to, um, a to lot educate to, them to on, educate okay. them. Okay. So, uh, for instance, this Friday, I'm going to be presenting to a group of speech pathologists and then administrators in one district and in one parish. And then in another parish on Monday, I'm going to be presenting the first half of the day to administrators and speech pathologists and some speech pathologist assistants. And then in, uh, and then to a lot of the paraprofessionals, the aides in that afternoon. And then I'll do stuff for special education teachers, regular education teachers. It's it's all the different professionals in those school systems. And um, how, Okay, so it, how I might have gotten lost. How did you get into that and this uh, state was just like you seem like you're a good speaker so we're going to send you to all these places for you to speak so the, you know, Katie, uh, i want to be a keynote speaker but not on that not, i don't can't talk a different on topic your, <laughs> i can't talk on your topic whatsoever it um it so professional development has always been part of what this entity has done this entity has been going for about 15 years okay. it, it was called louisiana sister technology initiative for a long time and recently in 2019 when i hopped on the state took it over and that's when it changed names to louisiana accessible educational materials that uh i got in because i so i worked in a clinic then i worked in schools in the schools where i was at i took a clinical approach into schools so i was going really really hands-on with kids in therapy and especially with friends that are complex communicators so kids that need expressive communication tools because they they can't typically communicate and 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 also they're not understanding what's going on around them i was having parents come in saying you need to come see me every friday you need to come see me some every other friday some every friday and i gotta train you we gotta go intense here and a lady that was with um this group that what it used to be called lottie she it was going to mess with her retirement kind of when it was switching over here and she said you're who i want and they were so when they put that job out i applied they already knew who they wanted to hire they hired me and i came in and uh and it's been pretty cool so i've been with this group since 2019 it's it's such a my office is in gonzales and then um but uh, i've I'm at my office one day a week, and that's only because I've dedicated to myself that I'll have an office day one day a week because hey, I need it. That's boundaries, boundaries. Katie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what my keynote is going to oh, be on God, boundaries. That's awesome. The, uh, I mean, and it's so important. But you have to do that. You're going to be doing. If you didn't do that during the week, mm-hmm. you'd be doing that on a Saturday. Exactly. That's just the reality. Exactly. You have exactly, and you have a daughter, mm-hmm. and you have a boyfriend, and you have mm-hmm. a life. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Good for you. That is, and it's hard because they kind of. I mean, when you talk to school systems and the admins, then they want everything from mm-hmm. you. The, uh, mm-hmm. And you know, yeah, there's only so many days during the week. Yeah, and you're only available so many days. Exactly. Yes, I like that. Okay. The, uh, so it, this role, I would say, is so it's so rewarding because I get to go kind of play like super superhero to all these unspoken four kids that just really that the people around them are like they just bad. I'm like, no, boots. You need to learn yeah. and like telling them what's going on inside yeah. their body. And yeah. To learn all about it. So it's pretty. Cool. Wow, that's yeah. such a 
like specialty, I was going to say niche, but I mean, that's really yeah. cool. It's, a, it's, it's been, it's been pretty neat. Been with them since 2019. So okay. Look at you doing all the things. All right. So, um, we, I did want to touch on the fact that it seems that you're quite the Disney fanatic. Goodness. I have a problem. It's well, a full blown problem. My sister-in-law is on here and she's also a Disney fanatic <laughs> as well. <laughs> Yes. So, are you like a member of their? Don't they have like a club? Thing they have or a club. There's I'm, many clubs. Oh, that's right. Well, Laney is I'm also an ex Disney, Disney employee. <gasps> so, okay. I will say I'm not as much of a mega fan as some people that I met while yeah. I was working there, yeah. but I still love Disney. I have a goal. I have a goal to go and be at the next D23, and I want to be there. At the what? D23 is the official Disney fan club group. And they have this big convention where they come and announce new things that are going to change in the parks, new shows, new TVs and or movies. And then they get tons of different speakers and there's so many different booths and there's Is lots like of meet and greets. And like you have to like book it like in advance. Yeah. Yeah. But it's essentially like Apple has their big conference every year where they announce the new uh, iPhone and all of that. It's Disney's version of that. They're announcing the new attractions at the parks and new products and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. So how many times a year do you go to Disney? This Okay, I just counted and that's bad. I went to Disney three times so far in 2022 oh, okay. and that's not good. And you, why it's not good oh, is because go I, um, yes, and why it's not good is that I don't have an annual pass because they're not offering annual passes right. for people out of the state anymore. Right. Oh. And even when they had, right after COVID, they did for just a little bit mm-hmm. for people that lived out of state. But it was useless to have it because all of the blackout dates were when you're off of work. <laughs> so, exactly. So you couldn't use it. Oh, no. Uh, so I don't, I don't know where I'm going to. We'll, we'll see. The, uh, and, and we just found out we're going to go on another. Di- we're going, we're, uh, I'll let my daughter. I'll let my daughter listen to this after after she finds out the surprise. But the, we're going on a Disney cruise, Mardi Gras week. That'll be so fun. I, yeah, I've, I've heard wonderful mm, things. Yeah, I've heard really good things. We're going out of New Orleans. Going out of New Orleans. I didn't know that they had a boat going out of New Orleans. It's about to be mm-hmm. new, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so awesome. they had like just announced it. When did they announce it? Twenty nineteen. I think is when they announced okay. it, something around there. Oh, that's the, uh, so exciting. Yeah, yeah. And so that, uh, so it's just now coming back. With it's going to be all the New Orleans stuff. people getting out of there. <laughs> right. We leave on Ash Wednesday. So we'll how see awesome. kind of how the flow of traffic and stuff yeah. goes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, awesome. That is super exciting. Um, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm lukewarm about Disney. <laughs> It's a, I'm, I'm pretty sure I drank a Kool-Aid or something like that. Like, I know this is not a functional addiction. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Lainey. I think that working there actually kind of made me a little bit less of a fan. Not in any bad way, but just I had six months of, like, eat, live, breathe Disney that I kind of got my fill. Yeah. Yeah. Did you do the college program? I did. did. Oh, awesome. Awesome, awesome. I did. I did it fall of 19, which was perfect because... Everything shut down yeah. right after. Yeah. Oh, I know, Lainey. We hired Lainey during COVID. Well, right before. <laughs> I was like, hey, welcome. Oh, now you have to go home. Um, sorry. <laughs> we're going to have to figure out how to keep you busy. Because you were, I mean, you were brand new. Yeah, I was brand new. She was brand new. I started February of 2020. Yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But I think before. after a few months, you kind of, I mean, and we. Once we I got a, back in the office, yeah. I got into a better swing of things. We have a big office. And, like, most people were like, yeah, we're, we'll keep our distance. Okay. So, um, 
I want to talk about this because I really like what you put here. And oh, I just want to okay. expand on it. When you said, we always ask if there's any advice to offer to our listeners. And you put, get in the kitchen with your children. There are so many language learning and bonding opportunities. So kind of expand on that. So I, I find even just me being a daughter, when I get to get in the kitchen with my mama, the you know how you can fight with your mama. Your mama can get under your skin mm-hmm. like crazy. And when we're in the kitchen with each other, we can just let loose with that. Mm-hmm. And just kind of have this just overall happy time and just flow with and, and, and let just kind of that love pour into this little mini project. But because it's a little mini project, it's staying constructive. And, and, we're, and we know the parameters to which we're going to move around. When you go in there with your children, there's so many positivities that can come. First of all, they're going to learn lots of safety stuff. That my daughter, I don't have to be worried about my daughter going after anything that's hot, anything that's sharp. She's been around that's this since true. she was 15 months old. Yeah, she's she knows what to do and what to go around. She's been taught this vocab since she was itty bitty. The she also it's it's also going to get your kids to eat some more stuff when they're involved with making it. That's true. When they're involved with making it, they have some ownership and skin in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly, and yeah. then also they, and they can be proud and talk to their friends about that. Um on the just cognition and language side, there are so many sequencing steps involved when you're cooking that you are doing nothing but growing your child's brain. There's a lot. I could jump into the neurology aspect of it, but basically you're creating a whole bunch of new learning opportunities that they're going to connect with other things. And you're, so you're just making them smarter. And, and instilling some discipline. Exactly. It takes some discipline, mm-hmm. even just to follow a recipe, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and focus, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so when you said that, like, so my family, that Katie knows, she should probably come <laughs> to this day. So for Christmas Eve, we always, we've de- we used to do seafood gumbo, and now we do crawfish bisque. Uh-huh. And we go to Phyllis's house, uh-huh. we call her 2D, uh-huh. and we, it's on a Monday, and it's yeah. during the week. And I take the day off or I work in the morning and then go over there and we have champagne and we cook and we have appetizers. And, like, they joke with me, though, Katie, for my family listening, like, when Paige was in town. I don't know if Paige is going to be there this year, but it's like, okay, they they call me Missy. And they're like, Missy's basically just bossing us around. (laughs) (laughs) Or I'm like, good job. No, that looks good. Um, Does anybody want some more champagne? Uh But but it brings us all together. It's become our tradition. And it's not something that any of us feels like we have to go do. Mm -hmm. Like, we literally, like, that's kind of one of my favorite days out of all of Christmas is going to do that over at Tootie's. It's, her house is decorated. It's beautiful. And it's just a great, it's a great day. So I love that you put that. And I think, you know, I have a good friend of mine. And her daughter now cooks dinner sometime because she's been cooking with her and she'll, like, cook, like, biscuits from scratch. Oh, and I'm awesome. like, oh, my God, go her. We have a family tradition for Father's Day called Seafood Extravaganza, okay. which we're all very proud participants of. Of course we are. So You're Cajun. They're <laughs> so competitive. It's, you, we enter in appetizer rounds. There's main rounds. There's dessert rounds. There could be drink rounds. We've had those, too. And then there's a main overall renter, but it has to incorporate seafood in it. And we all have our, this whole voting system and stuff. And and we go in, we go in for the golden spatula is what you want That's of, like, the winners so in awesome. each one. And the food is amazing. And the kids, all of, like, the, the third generation now kids, of all the cousins' kids, they participated this year, and they all had their own little dessert. That's and so each much one, fun. it was awesome. It was awesome. That awesome. is so much fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, 
It really does bring people together. Mm-hmm. I mean, and even if you, you know, like go into a restaurant and experiencing a restaurant with friends. I, I love this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, you have a couple of shout outs. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about your shout outs. Uh, the, uh, of just everybody that was super supportive throughout this entire thing. So, the honestly, who needs and should get a crown is Miss Christy Doremus. That that's the house that we went to in the Hamptons. And I've been to school with her my entire life. Uh-huh. We went to uh, St. Thomas Warren Bishop together. And she... She's the one that said, hey, my friend is uh, casting. I'm getting teary thinking about her. Like, she was, this, it, it wouldn't have happened. And she coached me along with uh, with my friend Megan. And they were coaching me through the whole thing. But I, so all my close friends, they were, I mean, like cheerleaders. My boyfriend, Tyler, he who's he's come and meet me some, for some of the champion or something. <laughs> the, uh, he, he was absolutely, he was so absolutely supportive. When he found out that I won, he said, I never had a doubt. And I'm like, oh. Uh, my mama was, I cannot say how proud, so proud she was. And I mean, screaming from the top of her lungs on just being so, so proud. But, uh, I'll, I've. I'll, my mama taught at St. Thomas Morton. Her name's Pat Fontenot. And a lot of people, like I, I even said to um, Melissa, as well, I was like, oh, Miss Fontenot's daughter. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Miss mm-hmm. Fontenot. And so what's what's great is that this all gets to come around and I got to, res- I got to represent our culture, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. The, uh, a man walked up to me at a wedding and he said, I can't believe you cooked a toad in a hole. My toad in a hole? I cooked that every morning. I'm like, listen, man, your toad in a hole made it on TV. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, just kind of everybody that's around that's just so incredibly supportive. I, I can't I can't say how much it means to me, and I don't know yes. if that, it would even happen. I just also love that about, and I, I say the South, like I've lived other places. I don't know, but I do feel like we are so supportive of people especially women supporting women yeah you know what I mean super excited so um okay so a couple other fun facts about Katie favorite color not just pink in capital letters hot Hot pink pink. hot I like that hot pink (laughs) in fact I feel like it's so weird when I have a different color on my toe I'm like this I've tried this is the ugliest color I've ever seen in my life okay so this is also funny so I mean I don't know how many listeners realize this about the questionnaire but we we have standard questions that we sent that we sent and we sent Katie the standard questionnaire and the last one is what's your favorite food you know and it's like she's like I don't know I love food I love all of it you know but you said, and I'm going to, I always say this word wrong, but the inventive and delectable charcuterie board. The charcuterie board. It's when the, uh, the, the charcuterie boards. Um, so I'm not saying like, I don't want just like some plain old cheddar and like a cracker on it. Like I'm, it's when you go get those really, really good. Like they have like infused honeys on there oh, and yeah. like a I mega smoked Gouda. That. And I want like a goat cheese that's been soaked in wine for years. Yeah. And like all kind of when you get into those really, really good ones. Yeah. I love those. Ones. That's funny you said that. So um, by the time this comes out, I will, my birthday will have passed. But my birthday was Friday. Oh. And I thought, I really want... I really want cheese and crackers for my but like fancy cheese Like good crackers. cheese and crackers. And a good bottle of wine. Like, I don't want to cook. I don't even really want to go out to dinner, you know? So, um, okay. So, Katie, what is your handle on Instagram? It is at Katie's, with a K, Katie's Cajun, with a C, Kitchen. 
So at Katie's Cajun Kitchen. Okay, and for somebody who didn't know much about Instagram, you built up quite a following. You're on kind there. of a pro. I was really impressed I with mean, your, your video, video like a couple weeks ago. We, we were like, look at her. We're like oh working <laughs> on this. I'm like, I tried to video myself, and like, I mean, I I don't. It really stresses me out. Yeah. Um, but you were like, I'm, anybody that's super comfortable to do that, I'm like, that's amazing. I'm uh just trying. It's the reels that I can't. It's the time that goes into the reels, and a friend of mine just told me to reach out to the manship uh school mass comm school at lsu oh, yeah. and so i reached out to them so they're going to be emailing back and just saying does any student want to take this you can take oh, that look, remember how we used to do proud of ourselves moments oh, on yes, here yes, i made my too. first tiktok this weekend go never made one before how was it was it hard no and it got a lot of uh likes on it no okay. and the reels are the reels that we've done those get the most interaction yeah it did so yeah. now now maybe we'll do a louisiana ladies tiktok but um i had a halloween party so i like filmed all of my friends in their costumes and it got a lot of traction oh there you go yeah awesome yeah. i'm not good at like doing like but i can be in front of a camera yeah. i mean i'm a ham Give me Lange, it's like, doing it yourself. It's doing it myself, and then I'm like, what do I post and what do I say? So anyway, that's a whole other episode. Yeah, we're working on it. Um, okay, so uh, Katie, thank you so much. Thank y'all for having this me. Thank so you wonderful. for reaching out. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I love it. I'm so glad it. that y'all said this set this up. This is so fantastic. Yes. Thank so a few more little um, fun facts about Sullivan's because mm-hmm. we're still here. Um, if anybody heard the shaker, I'm pretty sure they were probably making one of their knockouts. Oh yeah. Be careful that with those. will knock you out. Be real careful with yeah. those. But, I mean, that's like, what is Is it the vodka that's in soaked in? It's infused. The, infused? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's the real deal. Yeah. I might have lost a purse and a necklace over those things before. Oh, They're wonderful. Okay. Yeah. So, try to keep all your belongings with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing that I wanted to point out about Sullivan's is I do come here a lot for business-type lunches. It's a really good, um, I'm going to say go-to. It's it convenient is. to I've my office. I've gone to lots of lunches here as well. Yeah. And the food's always good. And they do have a business lunch I call it a special, but I mean, it's a, it's a, it's such a good deal. It's a good deal. Um, you get a salad, you get an entree, you get a side dish. Um, and it's just a really fantastic atmosphere. I'm so glad that this, that this restaurant, you know, made it through COVID. Yes. Cause I mean, we were coming here a good bit before COVID. I will like, say though, every time I come here for lunch, I don't want to go back to work. Because they treat you so <laughs> well, do. and like, they really, really try to give you wine. Yeah, you, they're you like, have to you be like really the wine strong. List? And I'm like, yes, I do. No, no. Sometimes we come here on Fridays, and maybe we don't go back to. Oh, there work. you go. There you go. So <laughs> Happy Friday. Yeah, but I mean, so yeah, so please come and check it out if you guys haven't been over here in a long time. I mean, we had an event um, a couple of weeks ago. I mean, it was happening in this, and then that in, on in the bar side, and then you were at a decoy wine tasting that dinner was, i've never been to one and it was phenomenal yeah yeah so lots of good things coming on and we certainly appreciate them again for letting us come and record here and then my last podcast housekeeping item is the book of the month for november yes happy november it is november oh, yeah. um so the book is it starts with us by colleen hoover which is the sequel or the second to book it ends with us to the it ends with us but okay. like i just looked it ends with us what well, came out in 2016 i'm not okay sure. don't don't fact check me on that my internet's not working very well anyway <laughs> it ends with us was a book of the month <clears throat> excuse me months ago so that's going to be our november book but i am thinking that we do some sort of like fun easy read holiday book for december 
I might participate. <clears throat> yeah, Lainey doesn't read any of the books. I like to read, but I am finishing up grad school right now, so I'm having to read other things that are not as fun Fine. as mm-hmm. Colleen Hoover. So I will. Do you like to read, Katie? I do. Okay, so I did finish. I just want to let the uh, listeners know. I mean, I have. I have read every book that's part of our Louisiana Ladies Book Club that we're still working on actually having a book club meeting. Um, I've read it in the month. I finished All the Light We Cannot See on October 30th. That one took a lot of concentration for me. That's a historical okay. fiction book. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, once I got into it, I was yeah. into it. But just in full, de- and it got great reviews on Goodreads and Amazon. I mean, like people loved it and sometimes when people love a book like that and then I'm reading it and it's slow for me I'm like am I just an idiot like am I not like am I not grasping this great literature when the main character is is too oblivious to the plot that's very apparent and I'm like why aren't you picking up on this and I just get mad and I'm like yeah so this one was historical fiction it was you know um I think it might have been World War II. Again, I'm not a... This is Winnie Kate. Kate. Um, So, uh, but it was good. Like, again, once you get into it, it becomes fascinating to me. So, but I was like, this weekend, I was like, I had like 350 pages left. And I was like, oh, I am reading this book this weekend. How long was it to begin with? It was 530. (gasps) Oh, yeah, and I didn't really. I didn't get to read at my conference at all because my conference basically starts at eight a.m. and ends at like eleven p.m. So okay, it was yeah. a little, little challenging. So, okay, have I covered everything, Lainey? I think you did. Yeah. Okay, you know, just trying to be a good podcast host. You killed it. <laughs> yeah, you're fantastic. <laughs> so, hope everyone has a great week. Happy November! And again, thank you, Katie, so much for being here. Thank y'all. So Bye, much. everyone. Bye, everyone.